Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Darlings, don't we have a little special episode for you today? I did a keynote speech for Australian Women's Day here in Melbourne. It was an awesome event that I got to speak at, especially because I had my bestie, Angel Phoenix, at the Angela Gallo on stage with me. We were sharing all things, showing up, being confident, what it means to stand in yourself and reclaim your confidence as a woman in today's day. It was an awesome, awesome event. And I am so excited to share my keynote with you today. So I hope you enjoy it. I don't know if I'm going to sit down because I kind of like to move around. I got ants in my visage and it's a lot of fun. So before we begin, I just want to first and foremost, thank you and acknowledge each and every one of you for being here for yourself, whether you won a ticket, whether you bought a ticket, whether you got dragged along, whether you created this event, Miss Sammy, I really want you to take a minute to just acknowledge yourself for making time for yourself because that is the best gift that we can give ourselves, especially as nurturing women. How many mothers we got in the house? Out of curiosity, even if you got a furry baby, you still count, right? (laughs) It's hard. Life is busy as fuck, and we don't put time aside for us, and we're constantly giving to others. So I just want to honor you and thank you for you making this time for yourself, for investing. Money is not even the thing, it's the time. I used to make a joke and be like, I used to not be able to afford to get a pedicure. Now I got the money, but I don't have the fucking time to go get a pedicure. It's like, make the time, y'all. So as beautiful Leah mentioned, I'm a confidence coach. And what that means is like a life coach, but I focus on helping women own who the fuck they are. Helping women stand in their fullest expression in the moment, whatever that looks like for you. So I don't tell people, be yourself, because who the fuck is yourself? My 18-year-old self is not in the building anymore. And myself six months ago is different. And myself in a year from now, when I'm chilling with Oprah on the couch, right, telling her about my book, that's a different self. So I think, who can you be in the moment? How do you feel in the now? Can you be that? And that is my work. Like, that's my life's work. It's about, uh, it's okay. She's hooking me up on Instagram stories. Thank you, Nikki. Um, it's her first time doing this, so give it up for Nikki. Hey, 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 thank you. <laughs> I'm very imperfect. I may take my shoes off because they're cute, but they fucking hurt. So I don't have a pedicure, as I mentioned. Don't judge my toes. They're crusty, and it's fuck it. I'm a mom. Um, up here, what I want to do for you is I want this to be a conversation. So we're going to talk about, obviously, confidence and why we lack confidence and maybe demystify confidence and what the fuck it really is. Uh, But I would love to be the example of what's possible when you don't give any fucks about what people think about you, genuinely and truly. Because I'm up here and you don't really see me, you see yourself in me. 
So if you think I'm fucking awesome, you're fucking awesome. If you think I'm a nasty ass biatch, so aren't you, bitches? You know, like, and I'm good with it because I know who I am, right? In the moment. So I, I just really want to just let you know that that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you being who you are. I'm here for the imperfections. If I got kale in my teeth, just hook me up. Somebody, front row ladies, let me know. That bowl was amazing. Um, yeah, so just, just being our fullest expression. And so I work with women only. Um, I have a podcast. Who listens to the podcast out of curiosity? Yay! So the rest of you all, get head over to uh, Apple or Spotify. Now, um, I do it in my car, and it's very raw and real, and I just talk all things being your fullest expression. Um, I give you my book recommendations. I basically coach you, loving bitch slap you as the big sister from another mister, um, because I think that we need encouragement. And I think that we need permission to fuck it up and get back up. And fuck it up and get back up. And I'll be fucking it up up here showing you what that's like. And I'm cool with it. And I want you to be cool with it too because this is great and we got some influencers in the house and that's amazing, but influencers shit too, right? Like we have fucking fart, we get diarrhea, we get kid marks, all that beautiful stuff that you could imagine you were going to sparkle. It's perfect. Uh, Oprah Winfrey does leave skid marks in the fucking porcelain bowl. We're humans, y'all. Like... It's cool. So I just want to give you permission to just be who you are, and it's okay. We don't have to get it all together and be perfect. Um, it's fucking exhausting. It's exhausting. So if you do follow me, I talk about hemorrhoids on Instagram. I talk about how motherhood sucks ass and how I want to fucking kill my four-year-old, but he's so cute. Um, <laughs> I share all the stuff. And I think if I'm honest, if, if you're out there and you have a message or you want to be a makeup artist or you want to start a YouTube or you want to build a business or you just want to inspire someone else, my invitation is for you to let go of perfection because perfection is what fucking erodes our connection. Perfection makes us separate. If I'm so amazing and perfect and you're not, how can you relate to me? You don't trust me like me. You don't feel me. You don't feel like I feel you and I get you. You don't feel safe. So the one thing I pride myself in is fucking it up, but also making women feel safe, like really safe with whatever's going on for them. And so my invitation is to look at, and we're going to do like chats because I don't want to just talk at you. I like to have like a collaboration conversation going on. Um, So we're going to take a minute and do some exercises. But my invitation is if you are vulnerable in whatever way that is, if you let people see you however you are, then that is what creates connection. Because you go, oh my God, you have dry roots and fucking oily roots and dry ends? Me too. (gasps) Yes, girl, dry shampoo. You know, like, we're the same now, right? But if your hair is like fucking fabulous all the time, I'm like, she doesn't get it. She doesn't understand what fucking oily roots is. And just that little nothingness of a connection builds connection. So the more vulnerable you are, the more you share your story and who you are, the more other women will connect with you and feel safe with you. The more perfect... You try to be. You fuck it up for all of us, man. Stop it. Because it doesn't, it's not real, right? It's fucking hard work. And then I basically, I don't feel safe. It's not your responsibility to make me feel safe. But what happens is the more perfect and amazing and beautiful, and I, hello, yes, I have a black bra on with my white fucking t-shirt because my fucking pink one was dirty. Can't be fucked to wash my bra by hand. I just can't do it. So fuck it, you know, it's just like, let's, let's chill, let's give each other permission to do what we got to do. Um, so before we begin, even though we've already begun, how much time do I have? Because I have so much to say to you mofos. Um, <laughs> I like that, like, camera angle. I feel like it's very, hey, <laughs> drone in your vagina. Um, 
We just had a really great photo near the Good Vibes wall um, to my homegirls back here in aisle five. And we all were like trying to be cute. And then we said, vagina. And then we all laughed. And it was the best photo ever. <laughs> so just say vagina and women will laugh. Um, men will laugh too. <laughs> OK, so what I want you to do is just turn to the queen next to you and just share with her who you are, your name, obviously. And why do you think, why do you think women lack confidence? Why do you think there's a lack of confidence? Just turn to the lady next to you and share it. I'm going to beatbox for you so it's not awkward. We need, we need the DJ. <laughs> why do we lack confidence? Why do we think? Oh, that's cute. There's no woman next to you, so you could turn to me. Hey. Hello. Oh, How are you? Oh, hey. Yeah. So people on live. Why, why do you think we lack confidence? Type it in the live. Why do you think women lack confidence? What the fuck is it that is killing our confidence? And then you can get back to me. There's lots of laughs. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. I don't have my little, my little dinner served. I need my fucking ding, ding thing. Uh, burr, 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 burr. There we go. It's a bit of reggae, reggae vibes. All right, come on back to the room. <laughs> I don't know. We're just fucking, we're just making shit up. <laughs> okay, ready, everybody? If you can hear me, clap your hands. No, just kidding. Don't do that. All right, here we go. So... Here's your opportunity. We're at a confidence class, a confidence master class, we're going to call it, because I want to give you some shit to do. So even if you don't have a pen and paper, I would love to give you some actionable things. I don't want to inspire or motivate you, because that sucks. I want you to leave going, fuck, that's that one thing that I can do, or that's how I can create more confidence, right? So would you like the opportunity to practice confidence right now by sharing Anybody, just don't be polite, like just yell out, why do we lack confidence? Why do you think women, we lack confidence? Thoughts, our thoughts. Oh, I love thoughts. It's like, oh, I love it. Okay, thoughts, our thoughts, what we're thinking. Yeah? Anybody else? Environment. Our environment. Insecurities, yes. Environment's good too. Ooh. Comparison, that's a motherfucker, isn't it? Yes. Oh. Yes. Social media, poor social fucking media. It gets the rap, doesn't it? Um, that's okay. It's good. I like it. We're gonna chat about it. Anybody else? Why we lack confidence? Judgment from others. Upbringing. You give the what? You give the the best bits of yourself to your family. I'm not doing that. I need to do that. I'm like, fuck her little kids. Okay. <laughs> she is. She, you're giving the best bits to your family. So maybe feeling like not enough for you. All to them. Anybody else? Tell me. I know you want to say it. Just fucking say it. Who cares? We're here. You bought a ticket. Come on. Society. Anybody else? Self-doubt. Self-doubt. Self-doubt times two. Oh, people are hating. Y'all hating on me up in here. That's all good. <laughs> so we got critics. Yeah, we got critics. We got trolls. All that beautiful, amazing stuff. Um, so here's what I want you to think about. Your thing as to what you said may possibly be your mountain or your Goliath to overcome. For example, if you think it's social media, maybe you feel like you're following a bunch of assholes who are making you feel like shit, 
right? Maybe if you think social media is killing your confidence, because I'm all about responsibility, like how is it you, right? Because if I point to that person, I can't change that person. I have enough trouble trying to change my motherfucking self, and I'm going to be like, it's because of you. Like, good luck. So what if social media was killing your confidence because of who you chose to follow or engage with or hate on secretly or any of that, right? So if you said social media or judgment or family or society, let's pretend that that's your thing. That's your little mountain to overcome. And if you could overcome it, maybe you would stand a little bit more in your confidence. So maybe your family, maybe the judgmental thing, and I have a little thing that I say about judgment, that if I judge, like I used to judge public speakers really badly, really badly. And guess what? I had a fear of public speaking because I was so worried about judging the homegirl that was up there speaking about, oh, she's not that funny. Oh, I like her. She's been, I wouldn't know that. And then when it's my turn to speak, what do I think? I think, fuck, everybody's judging me. Why? Because I'm judging people. Does that make sense? It's very um, common sensey sounding. That's a word I just made up. But anyway, it, <laughs> common sensey, you know? But it's true. Like if I judge, if I'm looking at your nails like, oh, she didn't do her nails, the minute that I don't do my nails or do my lashes, I think everyone's judging me. But no one gives a fuck about me doing my lashes. I'm just so judgmental about other people that that's why I'm worried about it. So it's like what you put out, you're getting back. So that's your thing. So just you know, you don't have to share it, but you know what your thing is. The minute you can overcome your own little demon with that, you're going to stand in confidence. You're going to create confidence for yourself. Does that make sense? So just if you have a minute when you get home or wherever, if you have a second to think about why do I lack confidence, your answer is your demon that you need to overcome. Does that make sense? Everybody's was different, right? Some people were like, my weight. Some people were like, my family, my upbringing. I don't really talk about it because I have a video, but there's no place to play a video, so I'll tell you really quickly. I am obviously Americana, so I'm from Puerto Rico. Hey, J-Lo, what's up? Um, I hope I get J-Lo skin disorder. That like means that she never ages because she's amazing. Um, so I'm Puerto Rican. I'm from Boston originally, and I've been in Australia nine years, and I'm not going back to Trump Town. No, thank you. Um, Australia's amazing. And I grew up in a foster home. I had no dad. My mom was bipolar. She physically abused me. I was, you know, verbally abused. I was sexually abused in foster care. I was kidnapped by my dad when I was seven. Had a near-death experience. And then when I turned 16, I joined the army for like 10 years. Sergeant Erica, yep, that actually happened. Um, that's why I'm a bit of a Cardi B hard bitch. Um, but the army was amazing for me. I ended up going to hair school. Uh, I married my high school sweetheart, who then we got into a really bad car accident drinking and driving, because that's what you do in America. And I broke my back really badly. Like, I've got metal plates, and I'm a bionic woman um, who does not go off at the airport, because now we use titanium in the medical industry. Thank you. So I've got, like, metal all over my body. I had to recover and learn how to walk again. And after that, I was like, fuck, I'm not living my life. I'm just like doing everything for my boyfriend or my husband and everybody else, like you were saying. And I almost died. And I'm like, fuck that. We got to do the damn thing. What did I come here for? So I started modeling as Puerto Rican bitches with big booties and big titties doing Miami. Um, of course, you're in music videos. So I started doing that. And that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I was a groupie. Anyway, don't judge me, right? It's no judgment zone. Um, and then I ended up uh, moving to, where did we move to? So, and then the next year after I was modeling, my husband ended up dying in a car accident, which was really full on. And so I was like 23, he died in a drinking and driving accident and I had never had anybody die in my life. 
And I had been through some shit already, you know, like foster care and growing up with sexual abuse and all that stuff. And I was just like, I can't do this. So I tried to pretend that nothing happened and just delete, control all delete and keep it moving and got into a bunch of fucked up relationships with men who were what I needed, obviously, at the time, a-holes. Um, but I attracted them. And so I ended up in Australia, moved across the world to forget my life and my problems and pretend that the shit doesn't follow you across the world. But it does, honey. It will follow your ass. Uh, and then I got here and I met my, I met a few assholes again. And then I met my husband. And he was my personal trainer, which is so sad. He was my service provider. And... <laughs> My nail lady and my personal trainer were my friends. And I'm like, I don't have any friends in Melbourne. And I'm going to have sex with my personal trainer because I'm a sleazy client. And I was like, I'm fucked. I'm done for. Like, I can't handle any more bad things. And he introduced me to a life coach. And at the time, she was like a clairvoyant fucking woo-woo. I was just like, oh, Santa Maria, what the fuck is this spiritual shit? She's going to fucking do some voodoo. I was not spiritual. I clearly am now. Yes, I am. Levitating. But she was like, I was like, fuck, I'm in this session. And she started doing life coaching stuff. Like, talk to me about this. And let's talk about your thoughts and your beliefs. And holy fuck. Like, basically, she took the rug of my living room where I had swept all my shit under there and went, we'll deal with that later. Not right now, not right now, not right now, not right now. And then she's like, what the fuck is all that? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't see that. I can't deal with that right now. And so we started dealing with the big fuckers, the big skeletons under the rug. And that's what I do now. So come and see me. No, just kidding. <laughs> You're all like terrified. It was hard. It was extremely hard. And I worked and I worked and I worked. And remember, I'm a broke bitch from Boston. Cardi B, we have no money in the ghetto. Welfare kid. And I got a credit card and I fucking took loans and I started paying for life coaching. And then I started doing seminars and addicted to like working out my shit. And then I realized like, oh my God, this is amazing. I have so much freedom. Um, and from her, Tanja, who's like my soul sister, and now I was like, I owe you my firstborn. So she's the godmother of my firstborn child. Uh, quite literally. Do you want to sit in this chair, Neil? Because th I'm not going to sit in these motherfuckers. They're very pretty though. Um, <laughs> I might just take a photo because it's pink. Hello. Um, yeah, so I worked with her for ages and I healed my shit basically, which means I just, I opened it up. I went, oh, fuck, okay, let's, let's attack that one. That one's a big fucking skeleton staring at me. And we did the work. And so I, I can tell you that I understand what it's like to deal with death. I understand what sexual abuse is like. We had a miscarriage. I've had a fucking cesarean. Then I had a home birth, fucking V-back. Bam! I've done it all with the babies. Like, and I only think, and this is what I want you to think, in your life where you've had hard times and bad shit has happened to you, what if that bad shit happened to you so that you could survive and then share it with someone and go, hey, it's okay. I was sexually abused as well, and this is how what happened for me. And then she goes, oh, my God, you see me. You understand me, and there's hope in your eyes. And I see hope in your eyes because you're okay. So will I be okay? I think I'll be okay. And so my whole thing is to, like, give hope. And I say share your story, not because I want you to go, poor Erica, she had all this, oh, you know, like, not from a space of victimhood, from a space of, listen, I get it. Life fucking sucks ass sometimes. Kids are hard. Hard shit happens. It's not fair. All of that. I understand. But it's not about what happens to you. It's about what you decide to do next. So you all are fucking breathing. Now what? You're in fucking Australia. What? Like, Australia. Land of opportunity. This is the new land of opportunity. Like, there's no fucking bombs going off in our backyard. Right? Like, you got clean, running motherfucking water. You got cable TV. You got Wi-Fi. It's shit. But the Wi-Fi is... 
we got Wi-Fi. I mean, it's fucking Joe. Come on, Wi-Fi, Australia. We're far away. I get it. But you know what I'm saying? Like we're in Australia, and our problems are like not a big deal. So I guess my work is all about sharing with people that it's not about. I mean, if you know, who knows Oprah's story here? If you don't, please Google it. Not now, but Google it later. Oprah's story is off the chain. Like what she went through, and her sexual abuse, and her miscarriage, and her stillborn, and like. She was a black woman at the time where you couldn't be a black woman. At the time where you could, there's no way that she was gonna be Oprah. Like, if you look at it, there's no fucking way that she should be Oprah. And I know she's a big, like, beautiful example, like Oprah. I'm not saying you gotta be Oprah, but like, the shit that happened to her or the shit that I've been through, I shouldn't be here. I should be a victim of my circumstance. I should have been on drugs and had five kids by the time I was 13. Why not? You know? So what is it? It's not what's happening to you. It's how are you going to deal with this shit? And the fact is that 155,660 people don't wake up every morning. So tomorrow, 155,000 people around the world will die in the morning and not wake up. And you're fucking awake. And I'm like, girl, you win. Like, you fucking, you got, everybody got a pulse. Nobody's dead right now, right? We're good? We kept everybody? You breathing? Hello? You breathing as fuck. You're waving. You know, like... You're here, and I'm like, do something with it. And it doesn't have to be fucking Oprah legacy. I'm over here trying to be the female Tony Robbins that says vagina and wears pink and does the damn thing, Cardi B vibes. But, you know, like awakening people. I love Cardi B, but she'd be crazy. But I like, (laughs) she'd be crazy. But I like, like, the language. Like, I want you to understand what I say. Like, how do we break down the esoteric fucking spiritual language and make it into, like, two plus two is fucking four? Like, understandable. Because I, I want it to be about all of us can get it. It's not for the special girls. I'm not a special girl. I failed every class, even gym. I didn't do well in school. I didn't come from money. I had all the bad shit. And I'm fucking my first year coaching six-figure coach. Last year, we couldn't buy bread at fucking Baker's Delights. Like, me and my husband were like second baby. Uh, I had worked for L'Oreal, so we were making money. And then we stopped working for L'Oreal. And then I'm like, I want to be a life coach. I think I want to do this. And my husband's like, girl, are you crazy? Like... Uh, we just had a second fucking baby and bought a Tiguan, bitch. Like, we need to, how are we going to pay our shit? Um, and I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking hook it up. And I busted my ass. We had, like, literally we were like gold coins. I love your gold coins here. It makes you feel a bit, I don't know, like treasure chest box. So we're like gathering gold coins to buy fucking bread. Y'all know Baker's Delight, right? The $5 bread, don't play. Like, I was trying to buy bread. And like, a year later, we made six figures in the business. A year later. Not because I'm special, or I'm American, or I swear, or I'm fucking whatever your thing is, because we decided to fucking show up. I decided, like, fuck it, what can I do? Here's a question I want you to ask yourself. What can I do? Instead of, oh, yeah, but I don't have this, but I can't do a podcast. Yeah, but I can't, I I don't have a business idea. Yeah, but I, okay, what can you do? It's such a powerful little silly question. Like, I can't do this right now, or I don't have childcare, or I don't have this, or I really want to do that, but I can't. Okay, so what can I do? Because that shit is what got me going, I can do my Apple fucking headphones and my voice memos in my fucking car with my e-tag beeping, like three beeps, because I got to pay that shit, right? (laughs) And now it's because I just forgot to fucking do the account. I got the money now. I just don't fucking can't be fucked. The time. So it's like, I can do that, and I can do my podcast in my car. Safely, safely, police, Victorian police. And I literally, I literally do my podcast in my car 
and I cannot tell you the impact that the podcast has had on, I have hundreds and thousands of messages that I could fucking cry my eyes out right now of women sharing. I shared about my husband's death. I shared about my miscarriage. I shared about my sexual abuse. I shared about, because what if everything that happened to you was for you to share it? Even with your fucking neighbor, even with the lady at Woolies, no, I'm not saying be Oprah. If you don't want to be Oprah, it's cool. Although if you do, please hurry up because we need more. We need more coaches. We need more Oprahs. We need more people doing shit like this, right? But like, what if that helped a woman next to you and she went, oh my God, she did it, I could do it. And it blows my mind because I do a, a group coaching program here in Melbourne. I'm not going to sell to you, don't worry, but it's called The Sisterhood if you want to go check it out. Anyways, <laughs> no, but like we get women in a room and women are like, oh, I didn't know you felt like that. Oh, wow. And it's like, of course you know that I feel the same as you, but there's power in sharing, like really seeing another human say, you know, I worry about my body shape as well. Or, you know, I was this. Like, there's so much power in women meeting together in sistership, in womanness, and sharing things that we know other people experience. That's why social media is killing it right now. Like, social media is the place where I go to get inspired. It doesn't fuck with my head because I unfollow people. I just do. It's nothing bad, but we're trying to people please. And I'm not going to tell you, but you know who you need to unfollow. All of you know who's fucking with you in your feed. If you think about social media as in real life, if you were hanging out here every day with this circle of people and like 17 of them made you feel like shit, but you're like, hi, oh, like your life would suck. So that's like your feed. Your feed is your direct attention. And what you give your attention to is everything. What are you watching? Who are you hanging out with? What are you talking about? Fucking Maya Angelou, bless you, Grandma Angelou. She says, like, negativity and gossip will get into the fucking thread of your clothes and into the wood of the walls. If you're with some people talking shit because they lack confidence in their, obviously, in their judgment, and they're talking shit about you, and then you're talking shit about her, like, that shit is not good for you. Like, literally, that gossip, and, and, and it's you having to stand in yourself and go, who do I want to be? How do I want to think? How do I want to feel? Because you get to control how you think, feel, and what you do. It's not like you can't control me, and I can control you, but I can definitely take responsibility for where I'm at, right? And so does anybody here feel like uh, a shy person or a person who lacks confidence? Like, oh, I'm a bit of a shy person or I'm an anxious person or I'm a I lack confidence person. Just put your hands up really high, especially if you're shy. Shy people are like, I'm shy. Okay, cool. So the one thing I want to tell you, <laughs> shy over here, put your hands up really high. Right? That's what shy people know. <laughs> shy be like, I'm fucking shy. Me, right over here. S-H-Y, that's me. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so if you are shy or you're someone that you lacked confidence or you're like, I've always lacked confidence, I've always been a person who's lacked confidence or I've always been an anxious person or I am an introvert, here's my number one little invitation. I really, really, really invite you and advise you to stop saying that. That's all. What? That's fucking mind-blowing. What are you talking about? Honestly, just don't say it anymore. Don't call your mom and talk about it. Don't tell your girlfriend about it. Don't say it on a fucking thing. I am a shy person. Don't write a fucking blog about it. That's for sure, okay? Shygirls.com, daddy you. <laughs> Do you want to write for us? No, I'm not a shy person. Just don't talk about it. Because how you say things, like what comes out of your mouth, like your words are your fucking wand. So if you are constantly telling people that you're shy 
or you're someone who lacks confidence or you're an anxious person. I had a client, because I work with a lot of mothers, and she's like, postnatal depression, and I'm shy, and I, I, have, I have chronic anxiety. And I'm like, what? Right now? You have it right now? She's like, no, not right now. I feel great right now. I'm like, cool, so you have had chronic anxiety before? You've been anxious before? You've had a moment of anxiety? Yeah. You're not fucking walking around like, hi, everybody, I'm fucking anxious. Oh, my name is anxious all the fucking time, like 24-7. Like, do you sleep like that? Can you imagine? Like, I'm having a fucking a panic attack right now. No, you have had a panic attack, right? That made me a little bit dizzy. I'm not going to lie. I need, <laughs> I need a shot of tequila. Um, you know, like, it's something you've experienced before. Like, I have been disabled. I'm not a disabled recoverer or whatever the fuck you would say. You know, I'm a recovering perfectionist. What the fuck does that mean? You either are a perfectionist or you are not. And if you are, stop telling people that, right? Like, go do some shit to fuck it up. Because how you say, really, it's so true. It's one of the things people go, how can I be more confident? I'm like, stop saying you're not. <laughs> you're fucking welcome. 50 bucks, thanks. You know? Like, <laughs> for real. Like, your session is complete. Mike, I won't drop it because we'll have to pay for this. But you get what I'm saying? Like, honestly, I know it sounds funny, but like, just your words. If you are telling your girlfriends that you lack confidence or that you're an anxious person or you're shy, don't put your hands up when I ask next time. Are you shy? No. I don't know what she's talking about. No shy people here. It's like, no, I'm not. I used to be shy. I've experienced shyness before. And I have a podcast where I talk about you having a moment, like postnatal depression. Um, if I took the test right now that those fucking doctors gave me, I would t- technically be depressed, postnatally depressed. I, I don't know a fucking parent is not. You don't sleep. These little motherfuckers are hard work. Um, you have no money because you're buying their shit. And you don't sleep. Just don't sleep. How about that? That's enough. And you don't know what you're fucking doing. And then you think your baby's an avocado. And you're like, that's not helpful. <laughs> like, let's talk about the shit that's helpful. So I want to let you know that you are not just postnatal. Everybody experiences that. Everybody experiences depression. Everybody experiences anxiety. Can you be with it in the moment? And then in five minutes or ten minutes or one hour, the moment's gone. And you had a moment. What if you had a moment? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm having a moment of a fear. Okay. But you're not a feel, fearful person. It's like we walk around with a fucking... PND, that's me. Postnatal depression over here, anxiety, like you just put a label on. And we already want to do that. And then the doctors go, oh, you're right. Something's wrong with you. You have this. And you're like, oh, see, I fucking told you I'm this. And it's like, you're not that, my love. You are not that. Like you are not your thoughts. You are not your fucking body. You are not, you're not any of that. They're just things you experience. And, and I love that you said thoughts because the one thing, unless some of you have people coming up to you like shooting thoughts into your head, let me know. Um, but most of us think our own thoughts, right? Like most of us, I hope everybody here, unless we have aliens in the room, that'd be so cool. Most of us are thinking our own thoughts. There's a mean girl in there. There's fucking, I don't know if you've seen Inside Out, the movie Inside Out, but it's great. It's like a panel. It's like, I've got anxiety on the wheels, and then I've got joy. And then who's, the, like, who's running your panel up in your mind, right? And you've got all the many things up here. But my question to you is, are you checking in when who the fuck has got the handle up there? For me, anger was my big thing. Not just because I'm Puerto Rican, but <laughs> I fought a lot. Like, I fought the boys. I fought everyone. Like, that's how I made it through my childhood. I was fighting. Some people do it with food. Some people do it with hurting themselves. Some people do it with alcohol. With me, it was like anger. 
And still till this day, the emotion that can fuck with me the most with my four-year-old son, who's a mini-me, is anger, right? So you look at what are you prone to doing? You're, you're prone to being shy, or you're prone to being anxious, or you're prone to being whatever. But everybody wants confidence. Everybody wants to feel like good about themselves and like not conceited, not too much confidence, just to sprinkle the right amount of confidence and feel like, yeah, I can do this. I believe in myself. I want to get you to find somebody else that you haven't spoken to. And I want you to say to that woman, and y'all back there, hook it up if you can hear me. Hey, here's what I want you to ask the woman next to you. What do you think it takes to stand in or create confidence for yourself? Like, what does it take? What does it take to create confidence for you? Not for me or for women. What is it going to take for you to be more confident? If you could be more confident right now, like, ready? Ta-da! Like, what does it have to take? If you have been enjoying this podcast, I have really good news for you. My year-long coaching program is about to open, and it is so exciting. It's a year-long of coaching with me online, no matter where you are around the world. You will be joining over 130 women in 11 countries. We go through six key modules, basically everything we talk about in the podcast broken down. We cover how to manage your mind how to stop giving a fuck what people think about you, how to say no, how to love yourself from the depth, real self-love and worthiness. We cover ego and creating your alter shego, that bad bitch inside of all of us that can help us achieve the goals and the things that we want to in our lives. We go through relationships and the dynamic of boundaries and communication and collaboration and confrontation. And of course, we touch on manifestation and money because that is huge. This entire year, I get to work with you. We get to go deep. You get guided homework. Some of the most transformational books that have changed my life. You meet amazing mentors. There's bonus master classes on all things motherhood, business, social media, everything. You name it, we got it in there. There's a beautiful online portal that you can check in, watch videos, listen to audio. It is such a transformational, life-altering experience, and it has been closed, and we are reopening it. We're going to reopen it because literally, I want this experience to reach women all over the world. I know that this work can help shift you. It's helping hundreds of women, and I'm so pumped that it's going to be open. So if you have not already signed up to the Global Sisterhood waitlist, please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com click on the global sisterhood. You can sign up. It should be launching next week. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is October 29th. I cannot believe this already. November. We're about to go on a retreat here in Melbourne and this is launching. It's going to be open. So if you have been listening to this podcast, getting a lot of value out of this free content, I highly recommend you head over and check out the Global Sisterhood. It is life-changing. It is the best tribe that I can imagine on the planet that we have built women who are doing the inner work together, holding space for one another, keeping each other accountable. This work can be really lonely at times when you start working on yourself. And so my, my goal, my vision is that all women around the world feel heard, feel seen, feel gotten, and that we create this beautiful community where we stand in our fullest expression together. I cannot wait to work with you, my darling, and I hope to see you in the global sisterhood. Okay. 
So I got some really good ones that I heard, and I'm like, wow, you are so good at this. So what were some? We're just going to yell them out. Yes, that was the one that I got over here. Self-acceptance, fucking, yes. Anybody else got self-acceptance? Yeah? Yes. I love your pink jacket. Just have an obsession. If you're wearing pink, I love you automatically. We're sisters. Anybody else? Yes. Not giving a motherfucking fuck what people think about you. Yes, beautiful lady. Being tan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't look at you because you are so pale right now. No, just kidding. Do you know that's a big deal, though? That's a big deal. We like being tanned. We like being tanned. Anybody else? What needs to happen? Stop believing the bullshit. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So what if I told you, and definitely FWOT, which stands for fuck what others think. I'm totally getting a t-shirts with that shit on it. Um, or forget what others think. If you're from Channel 7 and you want to interview me, I can say forget what others think, Koshi. Yeah, that's what it stands yeah. for. No, it's fuck, right? I'm ready for, I'm ready, I'm ready, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Channel 7, did she just say the fucking F-bomb? Yep, sorry. Cardi B. So forget what others think. So there has to be a level of you not being so worried about the opinion of others, yes? So what I want to say to you is this. What if, who would be willing to look forward to looking stupid, fucking up, getting it wrong, uh, people not liking you, being shit, uh, falling over and everyone seeing, fucking up royally, failing hardcore, uh, feeling shame and feeling guilt. Is anybody looking forward to that? <laughs> Yay! Well, let me tell you, honey, that is on your little yellow brick road to hot, hot pink road to confidence town. You got to go through that shit. That's the hood you got to go through. There's fucking shame and guilt and looking stupid and fucking it up. And if you're willing to go through that, the jungle of fucking confidence, lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. If you're willing to go through that and get cut and fucking shit on your face and fucking dirty and like, you're like, oh my God, and you're getting like scratched and you come out and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, shit. All right, I'm here. I'm confident. Da, 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 da. I did it. I'm confident as fuck, but you forgot that you went through the fucking jungle of shit. Literally, there's fucking poo on your elbow. Like, this, that you, you're fucking bleeding over here, your jacket's torn, your high heel broke, and you fucking, ugh, bam. My shit is a TED Talk. Like, I'm dying to do a TED Talk, and I'm fucking shitting myself, so all of you hold me accountable. Um, I'm so scared to get on the red fucking rug and, oh, 18 minutes. How the fuck am I going to talk for 18 minutes? Like, it makes me want to, like, poo myself. Like, pee is running down my leg a little bit, thinking about it. But it's great because I will do a TED Talk and I'll be up there doing my thing and the women will be like, amazing, oh my God, share, I loved your TED Talk. But nobody knows that my vagina was sweating and my underarms were sweating and I had to put fucking deodorant on and I doubted myself the whole way to the TED Talk. And then even when I was there, I was like, fuck, Neil, we're fucked. Oh my God. <sighs> okay, okay, do fucking jumping jacks. Okay, let's do it. Fucking sage myself and get on stage. They won't see that. You won't see that I did a spiritual poo before I got up here. You won't see that. <laughs> Handicapped bathroom. No, just kidding. I didn't. I didn't. I usually do. I usually do. I'm not going to lie. Before I do webinars, I'm like, I just did a poo. Welcome to the webinar. And they're like, what the fuck? Right? Because it's scary. If you give a fuck, it's scary. You should have a bit of pee dripping down your leg. You're like, oh my God, I'm a bit scared to do the damn thing. That means you give a fuck. You know? If you have it all together, that's ridiculous. So, what I want to say to you is if you want to be confident, it's an emotion. 
There's no secret sauce. It's an emotion like happiness, sadness, joy, and anxiety. That's what confidence is. So you can feel an emotion depending on what you're thinking. But are you willing to experience all of the shitty emotions on your way to confidence town? You think I didn't go through, are they going to like me? Am I tan enough? Why is my curl being weird? Fuck, I did the curl the wrong way. Shit, I'm wearing this. My shoes hurt. I didn't get a pedicure. I went through all that. Will they like it? Now I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. I know I'm fucking amazing and hilarious and I'm here to serve. And if you don't like it, it's not my problem. I think I'm great. You know, like, I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, it is a level of you not giving a fuck. A level of you not giving a fuck because what you think about me has nothing to do with me. But for real. It's not like a hashtag cute Instagram quote. Like, it's for real. It's taken a long time of me fucking it up and getting back up and fucking it up and getting back up and realizing that the fuck up, I learned from it and I got up. And when I look around, nobody gives a fuck because they're falling as well and they're like trying to clean up that they fell because they're not looking at me. They're looking at their own shit. If you could imagine humans walking around with a visor, which are now like back in style, by the way, but a visor with a mirror and like, oh my God, I hope that they don't see me. I hope that they don't see that I look stupid. I hope they don't see that I'm not tan. My bitch, she can't see you. She got a visor with a mirror looking at herself the whole time. I hope that they don't think that this was shit. We're not worried about other people because we're worrying about ourselves and so aren't they. Secrets out. It's all good. Show up. Everybody you love, think about somebody you love who's super confident. Think about her or him or if they're dead or they're here. Like, doesn't matter. Past, future, present. Anybody that you love. I'm thinking about Oprah. I'm thinking about fucking... There's not many ladies that I'm like, ah, oh, right now, but let's just say Cardi B. She don't give a fuck what you think. Like, she's actually cool with it. She says the most inappropriate shit, and yet you love her. Oprah does not take selfies with people, which makes me a little bit sad, but maybe she's done it for so many years that she's like, no, I'm not doing it. Listen to Super Soul Sunday's podcast, I'm out. Like, she won't do it. Tony Robbins, I love him. I love him. So many people don't like him. He doesn't care because he's doing his thing. So, like, there has to be a level of the people you admire and you look up to, all they're doing is they're busy fucking it up. But you don't see that. If you follow me, you see my fuck-ups because I share them. I share them so openly. I got like 64 women join my online program from all over the world. And I was like, I'm going to send them boxes with t-shirts and fucking workbooks to like Nigeria and fucking Estonia, which I didn't even know where Estonia was, to like, you know, fucking Sweden. I'm going to send these boxes. <gasps> Such a great idea. And I, I'm at the fucking post office. Look, you guys, my tissue paper. And then I was like, fuck, man, that took forever. This fucking sucks. Like, what a shit idea. Y'all bitches getting satchels now because I'm not doing it. Like the whole journey, like I should have shared that because it was a great idea and it fucked up it wasn't what I thought but I'm like well sometimes shit happens the intention was good but you're getting a fucking satchel because <laughs> them boxes were expensive you know so it's just like it's okay if I say it's okay for me to fuck it up it's all good and guess what we talked about um the critics who was it that said the the haters right what are haters supposed to do hate what do cats fucking do? Meow. And dogs fucking bark. And liars lie. Uh, yeah. A hater's not going to all of a sudden be like, hey, you know what? I think you're doing really awesome. It's like, what the fuck? Expect it. Especially if you're a public profile here, like look forward to it. Like I can't wait. You know your son's seatbelt is a little bit, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Bless you. And I used to be like, fuck you. Don't worry about my son's seatbelt, bitch. Blah, 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 blah. But now... I'm like, where is she right? Like, is there any truth in what this hater has to say? Because sometimes there's truth. Like, check your fucking kid's seatbelt. Okay, I'll check it. Oh, you were right. Thank you. Thank you for, 
You know, like people don't like that I film and drive. And I don't touch my phone. I have to just try to get you guys onto my thing. So the phone is like a GPS, okay? If you're looking at the GPS where you're driving, or if you're in my car, me and me and Miss Chica are in the car, and I'm like, yeah, girl, so how you doing, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at you as much as I'm looking at my phone or my GPS. I don't understand why people have an issue with it. I'm not fucking touching my phone. But do you understand how many messages I get? I can't follow you because you're looking at your phone and I feel like you're going to crash. And I'm like, okay, bye. Like... <laughs> But it taught me that don't touch it, because I used to touch it at the red light. Don't touch your phone, pull over. Now I don't really do it much. So what I'm saying is sometimes these haters or these critics have something true to say. You just, just got to get your ego out of it and be like, where is she right? Actually, she's fucking right. Fuck you, lady, okay? <laughs> All right? Can I grow from it? And for the others, they're not going to like you. That's it. There's many ice cream stores. I am a very specific ice cream flavor, cookies and cream with a fucking, you know, almonds and gummy bears and shit and like a chocolate cone. It's like, if you don't like that, it's cool, but it's very specific. And so you want people to love you or not love you. You don't want people to be like, you're vanilla, one size fits all. Those clothing that one size fits all socks, right? It's like fucking socks. It's like I'm wearing a sock or it's too tight, you know, like a potato sack. So you want to be very specific because people that know you, they'll love you. And the ones that don't, cool, they can find someone else. I swear, a lot. And I say vagina, and I like pink. And it's like, find someone else if you don't like it. It's cool. I'm good. I won't be upset. I'm happy for you to find someone that can help you. And I'm not going to blend because the minute that you dumb yourself down to be liked by everybody, then the people who actually love you, you're not that person anymore. Does that make sense? Especially if you're a business. Fuck the critics. Don't try to convert them. They can go somewhere else. This is what I do. Welcome. The next fucking ice cream store is over there. They have fucking salted caramel with whatever you're looking for. Go that way. Do you know what I'm saying? Chili chocolate up in here. Like, this is what we got. So there has to be a level of you being okay with fucking it up, being okay with not getting it right, being what's the worst that's going to happen? The people pleasing and they're trying to get it right and they're trying to be, you know, not saying no when we want to say no, but we say yes. Hey, yeah, I'll come. Fucking bitch, I don't want to come to that. Doesn't she know that I don't want to fucking come? I'm fucking tired. She doesn't know because you didn't tell her. But people don't know. And we have this, this fear of being mean or fear of failure or fear of what people are going to think about us. And it's, if, I'm, if I can tell you the secret, it's not what other people are going to think about you. It's what you're going to think about yourself. It's never other people. It's always us. And it's confronting because that means if you look at yourself and it's you, the biggest fucking fighter, your biggest critic, the, the, the fucking thing you got to slay is yourself. Because it's easy to go, it's because of you that I blah, 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 because you don't have to take responsibility. But what if it was you? You know what I'm saying? And I, it is you. Let me spoil the end of the fucking book. It's you. <laughs> it's you against you against you, right? So the good news is that if you are here and you're wanting to... Who here wants to start a business or has a business or has a product or a service or something? Wants to get themselves out there? Yeah? And is this thing maybe going to change the world a little bit and help someone else, maybe? Yeah. Even if you're an influencer, a YouTuber, whatever, a videographer, whatever it is, even if you work a nine-to-five in an office, it doesn't matter. When you don't show up as your fullest expression in the world, when you don't go, hi, what's your name? What is it? Anouk. Anouk. Oh, girl, you need to tell everybody. What's your name? Say it. Anouk. 
That's a beautiful name, Anouk. When she doesn't tell people her name, we don't get to be mind blown, no. So if you don't show up as your fullest expression, not only do you rip yourself off of the experience of fucking having financial freedom, purpose, abundance, joy, happiness, just a few fucking important things, right, as a human, but you rip other people off as well. So I have many clients that have a business and they're like, I'm too scared to do an Instagram IGTV. I'm too scared to show up. I'm too scared to tell people what I do. I'm too scared to, I don't want to go up to Chiki and be like, hey, Chica, do you want to take a photo? I'm too scared. I don't. It's like, fuck it, go up to her. She knows she's famous. She did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but me too. I want you to take a fucking photo with me. Let's take a fucking photo. Like, I want to, like, let's get more awareness, more impact, right? You cool with that? Everybody take a photo. <laughs> so fuck you, Erica. Thanks a lot. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's our head that stops us. And I'm like, go do the thing. Go fucking, go put it out there. Because the shit that you have to give, only you can give it how you give it. I don't have, there's no competition. There's no fear of whatever. Just put it out there and let yourself fuck it up. That's the only way you're going to do it properly is by doing it wrong the whole time until you find your little, oh, there it is. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, Letting yourself go the wrong way. And if you don't stand as who you are, I don't get to see you. I don't get to know about you. You don't get to help and change me and inspire me. So you take away that experience for me. And if I was in my head about how shit I am and how I'm not good enough and how my podcast is in my car and I only have Apple headphones, I have an expensive microphone I don't even use now because it's fun in my car, you know? It's, I love it. And it's like, if I don't do that, then I don't get to impact the women that have listened. I don't get to, if I, when I don't show up, it impacts everybody. So when you don't show up, it impacts everybody. So it's fucking selfish of you, Missy. Start showing up. So you don't have to have a crazy ass story. I just happen to, and that's what I, what I talk about so that you know, people go, oh, okay, like easy for you, queen of confidence. Like I'm like, oh no, <laughs> wasn't easy. So if you don't have a crazy story, have you ever dealt with something difficult? Yeah, yeah. Parents, being a fucking mother, um, your heart being broken as a child, dealing with your parents going through a divorce, that's hard for a child. That's trauma for a child. For a four-year-old, that's traumatic. It doesn't have to be sexual abuse, yeah? So I think sometimes we make ourselves small because we're like, I'm not as much as that. And that's just another way that we compare and sabotage for us not to show up. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I have clients that want to be special just to be special because they're not special. It's like, yeah, but no, you don't understand. My problem is like different. No, you don't understand. It's like, it's like, it's like really different. And like, nobody's ever done that. And I'm like, you're just trying to be fucking special about, but it's true. So it's like, well, if I'm not super fucked up, then that makes me special that I'm not super fucked up. So there's another way to be special. Does that make sense? So it's like, what I have to say to you is when you decide that you really want to do your business and help change the world and you start, here's your exercise, make a list of what you do for women, like what your business does. So when you do your business, how does it change the world? I help women with anxiety, yeah? She helps women with anxiety. She helps women with what, wellness? Yeah, which helps our mental health, physical health. We're better, happier people, better parents. Uh, we, like, that's enough, right? Like just you help women with anxiety and with their health. So when you don't stand in yourself and you don't do your damn thing, you rip women off of that experience. Oh, that's like a fucking, it's like a, ah, in the vagina. That's like a, you know what I'm saying? It's huge. It's like, imagine I was in my little poor me bubble. I don't get to be here and serve you. And if I've helped you already, awesome. If you listen to the podcast, Kiwi's over there in the house. Like, imagine if I didn't do that. Imagine you didn't open your shop or you didn't keep doing it or you didn't keep getting your face on Instagram because people don't buy Pilates, they buy you. 
and your way. People aren't buying a life coach. They like that I swear and do whatever I say. And they buy my beliefs and my controversial shit. They buy that. So, but if you're vanilla and perfect grid, photo post grid, photo quote grid, pretty fucking prams, like you're going to attract that instead of going, do you know what? Fuck, I'm exhausted. I don't know. I'm fucking tired. I didn't want to show up today, but I'm here because I know it makes me feel good to do Pilates. And I want you ladies to know that I'm here for you. And this is a safe space and blah, blah, blah. Like you start... You start being a human and connecting other humans for the greater good of what your business is here to do. So I, ha I have a thing that is totally a t-shirt that says, don't go future. So some of you are like, oh, what about this? And if I go to that, blah, 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 and you've left the building, and I'm like, just stay here. Don't go to tomorrow and next week, and what if this happens? Or what if my mother says that? You don't understand, blah, 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 blah. You leave here, and you go over there into stress and worry that's not actually happening. Does that make sense? So you panic attacks, anxiety, that's you leaving the now and worrying about some shit that is not true, it hasn't happened yet, and then you make up the worst case scenario in your head and then you're in it. You're like watching a Netflix horror movie. And I'm like, change the fucking channel, it's not happening. It's not happening yet, just be here. What do you need to do now? I need to do an Instagram. How's your Instagram with your Pilates? Great, you just keep showing up. In Australia, there's a fucking shocking stat that's 89% of Australian women will opt out or cancel plans based off of the way that they see themselves. So 9 out of 10 Australian women will cancel life, not show up, because of how they perceive themselves, which really break it down means because they give too many fucks what people think about them, so they don't show up. That's really what it is. So 9 out of 10 Australian women are not showing up to life, although they're breathing and they already win, because of how we think that other people see us. That's why I'm busy as fuck, people. <laughs> this is big work. This is big work. Worrying about what people think about you. Um, not feeling confident. Not showing up. That's directly correlated to your giving a fuckness about other people. I wish I had FWOT t-shirts to sell you right now. Just over there, get them. Like, honestly, it's like, shit. And then what you're doing, that one woman, can you think of one woman in your head that comes to your business that needs to be there, ha has suffered with anxiety, it has a house full of kids, hates her body, feels like shit, is in, a f is in a fucked up relationship. Let's go there. Is in a fucked up relationship with a fucking asshole, someone who verbally abuses her, physically abuses her. It's another situation and we can't fucking walk in the city of Melbourne because women are getting killed left, right, and center. Why? We feel like I shouldn't go down there. I shouldn't go down that alleyway but we don't fucking listen to the intuition and we walk down there and some shit happens and it's not her fault. But what I'm saying is, this is another podcast, if you're not listening, you need to fucking download it. Confidence is an emergency right now. On a podcast I just did about when women stand in their power and know who the fuck they are and say no and fucking use their voice and know that they have all the glory and all the power within them as they are, with the cellulite, with the fucking dimples, with the saggy titties, with the whatever the fuck you got going on, that you are a queen, like you are the top of the fucking royalty, as you are, when that happens, we don't get into these fucked up relationships with men or women. We don't have bitch friends. I don't know any bitch women. I have none. And there's like 125 women in my work. None of them are bitches. I don't attract them. I don't even know where they are. Well, who do you see? What do you choose to see? Oh, women are catty. I think you're catty if you think that because you're attract. You get me? Like, it's all you. You attract what you are. So the minute you stand in your business and you know what your business is there for and what you're there to do, I asked one of my clients yesterday, 
who is an influencer and does motherhood stuff, I said, what do you want people to feel when they come onto your Instagram? How do you want them to feel? That's a good fucking question. How do you want people to feel when they hang out with you? How do you want people to feel when they come to your shop? How do you want people to feel when they meet you? And it's not your, your problem how they feel. I'm just asking, how do you want them to feel? I want people to feel empowered. I want people to feel like I'm the big sister friend they never had to go, girl, you got this. You're good. You're your hot mess self. I'm a hot mess too. We got this. Keep getting up. You fucked up. Nobody saw you. It's all good. Nobody's watching you. <laughs> Does it make sense? How do you want people to feel when they walk into your business? How do you want them to feel when they sign up to your email? What are you going to do for them? Because that's the opportunity that all of you have, whether you have a business or not. Please don't be in here like, she talked a lot about business and motherhood. I don't have a business and I'm not a mom. And I'm like, oh, you're fucking special, okay? Do you get me? That's more special shit. Even if you don't have a business and you're not a mom, you're a human being, you have something to give the world. You win because you're breathing. You don't have to do anything to be worthy. You're fucking worthy because you're a human being with a heartbeat. And what a gift that you have a fucking heartbeat. Stepping into gratitude, which sounds very like, you know, just grateful of life. I know it sounds airy-fairy, but it's actually amazing when you think about what you do have. When you think about that there are not bombs going off in our country and that we have the freedom to do what we want. And yes, our Wi-Fi shit, but everything else is pretty fucking good. Bread's expensive, but everything else is fucking good in this country. It's the land of opportunity. You know? So tell me, for you, what do you think the one thing you could do Maybe everybody have a think about what's the one thing you could do to start showing up more in your life. It doesn't matter. You can, be, you can show up in your family. You can be truthful with your friends. You could apply for that job, dump that motherfucker that doesn't need to be with you, stop doing this, start doing that. What's the one thing for you? Just take a moment to share together. What's the one thing that you could start doing after this? Even if you identify, fuck, there's this, this, and this that needs some work. Yeah? Uh, what's the question again? Like, what, what's one thing you can do now, like, to start being more who you are, being more confident, standing in your voice, showing who you are? I did one thing yesterday. I told my boss that I would be, I gave notice so that I can start working on my right. own thing. Oh, like, what yeah, do you so, want to do? Um, I want to do, like, workshops for girls, basically, Amazing. like, tween and teen girls. So I'm actually watching with interest Great. in what you're doing, like, getting them... Um, more connected, 100%. In, you know, in an age of distraction, right. and working on empowerment stuff. Maybe, like, it's very vague. Yeah, I don't but that's have okay. Um, It'll keep coming as you yeah, do like more of this. Yeah, retreats, that kind great, of thing, great. But Do you have children as well? Yes, I've got okay. four, four girls. Perfect. So they're kind of, my eldest three are like eight, nine, and ten, so they're just heading into that age where, like, body image and social media and all those things we're 100%. all trying to grapple with. So she, there are um, people that you can work with your kids right now and yes, start doing it. exactly. So you but can now... I just now, don't have the idea. That's okay. Very, you yeah. model. How do you, do you show your kids? You model it. Yes. I guess that was a question, actually. Like, you know when you don't consider yourself an expert in yeah. something, so you think you can't do it? Mm. Well, why would people... Yes. Okay, good. So imposter yeah. syndrome. Imposter we can talk about that. All right. All right, come on back to the room. Come on back. Good stuff. We got, we got some really, really good stuff. Um, okay, cool. So what did we get? What's the one little thing that you could do right now? And then I had a question that I'm going to answer. Start saying no. Ah, oh, does anybody else feel like they need to start saying no or they can start saying no? Yeah? 
Own your no? Um, does anybody feel mean about saying no? Is it like, I feel mean a little bit? It's mean? A little bit guilty. That's a good word. So guilty. Start saying no. Anybody else? Anything else that got... Oh, okay. So showing up more instead of, are you hiding? Yes. Yes. Okay. Being present. That is such a good one. Anybody else? What's one thing now? Yes. Yes. It's so difficult. Just anytime you compare yourself, imagine that person shitting. <laughs> Fucking done. I'm like, J-Lo is in the toilet. She's got diarrhea, skin marks. Oh, yeah, J-Lo's like me. Cool. <laughs> Honestly, I'm serious. I'm, but think about that. Like, isn't it crazy? Like, J-Lo farts. I'm sure Kim K farts KKW beauty, but she farts. People's, people's credit card gets declined. Fucking spouses are fighting. Shit happens at the bank. You don't see that stuff. You don't see it. But just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not real. Remember, they're going through the jungle. The only way that they got there is by going through that. There's no, nobody makes it with, with skipping that. Nobody takes a helicopter over the jungle and lands into, hi, I'm confident, everything's amazing. Oh, I've been through nothing in my life. I'm just like this. I was just born this way, Lady Gaga, you know? That doesn't fucking happen. Most of the people that you love and look up to, they've been through some shit or they're fucking miserable. Yeah, I got my mom body back. I'm at the gym seven days a week. My fucking kids hate me. I don't see my children. And me and my husband have no relationship. And I fucking worry about every fucking grain that I put in my mouth. But I've got a great body. And I'm on Instagram. And I'm doing competitions. But you don't see that she fucking hates herself with her six-pack. You don't see it. Me and Neil are doing a video about this, aren't we? Because it's like, when you watch these inspirational videos on YouTube, something clicks, so we have to do it like that because we want it to click. You don't get to see people when they don't show you how they're being. That's why I openly talk about funny shit like hemorrhoids and poo and bullshit because every human experiences this. You have a body like I have a body, so you have to pee, poo, eat, fucking sleep. They're just things you can't control. And how do you poo pretty? You fucking can't. I don't know anybody who can. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has to do that. So what do you get? Think about, if you compare yourself to people, here's the question. Where, where am I able to see this person? And where am I not able to see this person? Ask yourself that. When do I not get to see this person? I don't get to see J-Lo in the morning. I don't get to see J-Lo when she's with her husband, Mark Anthony's situation. I don't get to see that. I don't get to see when her kids are having a tantrum and she wants to almost physically abuse them and call DHS. Like, we don't get to see that. You don't get to see that. You don't get to see when me and Hamish are fighting. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much you don't see. You only get to see that highlight reel. That's why Instagram's getting a lot of flack right now. And our, our young kids, we were just chatting how teenagers, it's so scary right now. And you know who's part of the problem? You. You can change it. I love when women message me, you're so real, girl. I just love how fucking real you are. I just wish more women were real like that. And I go back, you fucking be real then. Why don't you be real? Why don't you do it, Gandhi? You be the change. Stop wishing more women would be real and show up and not be fake. You do it. Oh, little old me? Yeah, little old you. Because you're going to make an impact, even if it's one more woman who shows up on your Instagram and sees you doing some shit 
you know, that you feel comfortable with. You don't got to share about your hemorrhoids if that's not your thing, right? But whatever you feel comfortable with, I guarantee you it's going to change. The, that's what's going to change the world. But if you keep trying to be cute and perfect 24 fucking 7, I'm exhausted because I'm like, damn, I can't keep up. Fuck it. Take my shoes off. Fuck this shit. You know, and then people go, I love you, Erica. You're so real. And I'm like, why? In the world of perfect bullshit, who cuts through? Who's disrupting? The keep it real people are disrupting now because we're so sick of the bullshit. We're so sick of the fake. Oh, it's so fake. Number one, stop unfollowing. I mean, stop following the fake. Unfollow it so you won't see it. And what you see is everything. I make a joke with my ladies about reality TV, not because reality TV is bad, but if you're watching it, someone's the villain. Then you hate on her. You don't even fucking know her, by the way. She's probably a nice lady at Baker's Delight buying bread. And you fucking, oh, she's this lady. And then someone's this. and so, It's like, live your fucking life. And are you watching it to gossip? And are you hanging out with those girls? And is it making you gossip? Then don't do it. So I'm like, everything you give your attention to, your attention is so fucking sacred in 2019 where everybody wants you to listen to their podcast and read my blog and download this and watch my book and watch this. Everybody wants your attention. And I'm like, you can choose what you give your attention to. Does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel like shit? Just check in with this right here. This thing, boom, boom. How do I feel? Mm, I don't like how that feels. Good, walk away. But we use this motherfucker. This thing is not going to help you. This thing's like, what if this happens? What if I don't follow them? And then what if, they, what if she thinks I'm mean? And what if, blah, 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 what if? This thing is usually what if, what if, question mark, scary story, scary Netflix. This thing is like happy, sad, joy, intuition. Hmm. Don't use your head, use your heart. Check in with this motherfucker because it's better than this. Because this is computer shit. Does that make sense? When you're going to make a decision, where's it coming from? My fucking fear or my intuition? Is it coming from how I feel or is it coming from scary shit that may happen that hasn't really happened yet, but it may happen because it happened to her and then I'm like, blah, 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 blah. oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's full on. And I, I heard, I don't know who it was. Someone said procrastination is like, you're just, you have too much to do. You could be anxious. You could be like, oh, maybe I have 50 million things to do. And that's why I'm procrastinating. And it's like, what do I need? Maybe I need a nap. Like, sometimes we're human doings, not human beings, and we're doing, 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 and I'm guilty for this as hell. If you watch me, I'm, like, always doing shit. My husband's, like, meditation teacher, shamanic healer. Honey, you just need to meditate. I'm, like, I don't have time to meditate. Anyway, I got to do this thing, and it's, like, fuck. When you just sit and chill, and you just be instead of do, sometimes that's what you need. It's, like, oh, I just needed to chill for a minute. I just needed to do nothing. And just be in the fucking moment. But we're impatient as fuck and we want it yesterday. And we think if we do all the things, then we'll have it. And sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's just like being here now and checking in. I know earlier before me, you had like a self-care, sound healing thing. Like we don't go inside. We don't go in here because in here is the fucking carpet I was talking about. With all the shit you shoved under there, that's what's in here. All your emotions energy in motion where all the salty liquid comes out of your eyeballs, it happens from here. Not from here, right? So if we're always in our head thinking thoughts and worrying about what the fuck's going on, who's in your body? Do you get in your body? Do you meditate? Do you sit quietly? Do you do yoga, Pilates, and Hawthorne? Go check her out. Yeah, do you like take a minute to breathe and sit here or are you constantly in your head? You know if you're in your head. I'm one of those head people. So it's an opportunity for you to get back inside of your body and shift 
the bit of focus that's going on. Does anybody have a question before I wrap up? Because I'm taking them off, and you're going to see my, uh, my fucking feet are killing me. Zara, thank you so much, but damn. I really hope that you can take something, even if all you take is that in order for you to become more confident and more expressed as yourself, you have to go through hard shit. Like, you got to let people get you wrong. Like, people are going to be wrong about you. They're going to be wrong about you. They're going to say things about you that's not true. They're going to think what they want. My mother-in-law has no idea what I do. Neither does my fucking mother, actually. Oh, Erika, what you doing? You know, you're talking to the people. I'm like, yeah. She's like, anyway, so, like, she didn't give a fuck. It's like, anyway, so I just did a retreat, mom, in Bali, and, like, blew this. She's like, oh, that's nice. Anyway, so, you know, I would talk it to my hairdresser, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, they don't get it. People are going to get you wrong 24-7. Let them. Right? It's all good. You don't have to change everybody's thoughts and mind about you. My beautiful, what's your name? Michaela had mentioned that she wants to do this for young girls, like try to inspire young girls and teenagers because she's got young girls. And she said, how do I do it if I don't have a qualification or a stamp? You know, the imposter syndrome thing. I'm very big about life coaches training and learning about life coaching because it's like therapy. But if you just want to inspire children or you just want to share something with someone, the best thing you can do is share your story. So you got how many daughters? Four. Four daughters. Do you know where you can start? With them. Mothers here, please feel this punch in the face I'm about to give you. Your fucking kids will never learn how to be confident ever, 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 unless they watch you and you model it. They're not fucking listening to you, they're watching you. So if you have body issues, they know. If you're not confident, if you're a people pleaser, if you're constantly staying in shit relationships, gossiping, if you hate yourself secretly, it's not a fucking secret. How do I model confidence to my son, to my two boys? I drop those fuckers off at childcare and I go, peace out. I'm going to go speak to a bunch of amazing ladies. See you at 5.30, maybe 5.45. <laughs> Bye. Mommy's not with, you know, you're not with your kids. I know I'm not with my kids. I'm busy doing my fucking purpose. And they're going to see it. They're going to see me do it. I'm not going to tell them. They don't fucking listen anyway. They don't fucking listen. The best way to change your kids is to model the behavior. You want them to be confident? You be confident. You want them to be good humans? You don't fucking talk shit about people when you're watching TV or gossiping or fucking flipping someone off that cuts you off. That's not fucking kind. And you want them to be kind? They're watching us. And it... Mothers especially, what you say about yourself, please know that you are fucking making an imprint on that child. So feel the urgency and feel the guiltiness around that because that will get you moving. Like that will get you moving. So the best way for you to do it, do it with your four daughters and then ask them to bring their friends. Do it in your fucking living room. You don't need a degree to help inspire children. Do you love your body? Do you love yourself? Are you happy with your bleed? Do you love your blood? Do you love your fucking air that you breathe? Do you, and then you can help someone. If I'm up here not confident with it, like I don't have fucking shoes on, you guys. Like literally I have no shoes on. I couldn't be up here trying to tell you to be confident if I was worried about myself. It doesn't fucking work. Integrity-wise, it doesn't work. So I won't go anywhere. Does that make sense? Like karmatically be good. If you're good with you, this shit's going to happen for you. Just do it with your daughters and your girlfriends. All right. I love you guys so fucking much. I hope you got a lot out of this, and I hope that you do one little actionable thing. Just go do scary shit. I'm going to get a foot massage. No. <laughs> um, they're going to be like, I don't want to touch your fucking feet. <laughs> don't judge me, bitches. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. And thank you. And thank you to Sammy. Thank wow. you, Sammy.
Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.